0: Riverbender.com, your number one source for everything local. Your evening newscast is brought to you by Munganast Dalton Toyota. We work on all makes and models. Toyota makes the cars. Munganast makes the difference. Community testing unit coming to Godfrey on the 14th to provide free COVID 19 testing. I'm David Olin Biddle. Here's what you need to know. Village of Godfrey Mayor Mike McCormick on Friday announced a new community testing unit is coming to Godfrey on Tuesday, July 14th, providing free COVID-19 tests for the community. Godfrey Public Safety Administrator Chris Sikra has coordinated with the Madison County Health Department arranging for this testing. He said the walk-up testing unit will be set up on the parking lot of the Sheriff's substation. That's on the Lars Hoffman side of the substation, just behind the Village Hall at 6810 Godfrey Road. Testing will take place from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. On that date, additional parking can be found in the City Hall lot and along the north side of Lars Hoffman. Sikra also states that after speaking with the Madison County Health Department, that they're looking forward to coordinating more local community testing events in Godfrey over the next several months. McCoopin County State's Attorney Jennifer Watson announced a root house man will face murder charges after the death of a 23-month-old girl. She's filed first-degree murder charges against Allen R. Castleberry Jr. on Wednesday. Watson explained that on the morning of February 3rd of this year, first responders were called to a child's home by that child's mother. The mother said the 23-month-old child was not breathing. The charge states that Castleberry, the mother's live-in boyfriend at the time, killed the child. Carlinville Police Chief Dave Haley agreed with Watson, saying the charges against Castleberry are just the beginning of seeking justice for this child. The McCoopin County State's Attorney said Castleberry's bond was set at $1 million. This week marks nine years since Jared Hanna of Jerseyville went missing without a trace. He was 28 at the time he went missing on July 2, 2011. He was last seen in Centralia, Illinois. His white 1990 GMC Sierra truck was found abandoned on Joliffe Bridge Road, and he would be 35 years old today. Several extensive searches of the area where the truck was located have been done over the years. Volunteers on ATVs and horseback comb the woods and farms nearby. No solid leads have been uncovered. Jared was last seen wearing a t-shirt, jean shorts, and tennis shoes. He stands five seven, weighing 195 pounds, has brown eyes, brown hair, and when he was last seen, had a buzz cut. He does have a unique feature. He has a scar on the back of his head and right heel of his foot. If you have any information, please call Two Rivers Crime Stoppers at 800-300-2590. While many of the Women of Distinction honorees focus their efforts on young women and girls, Nancy Berry has made caring for senior women her life's work. Working with the Collinsville Area Ministerial Association, she's helped form Collinsville Faith in Action, the CFIA, an interfaith volunteer caregiver program. Volunteer teams from 16 different congregations assist older and disabled individuals, predominantly women, with transportation, shopping, companionship, and seasonal yard work, allowing seniors to remain in their homes longer. These services are provided without charge to those using the assistance. Nancy has advocated at the state level for adult daycare services and works to educate the community on dementia issues. As executive director of St. John's Community Care, she led the organization to develop the only adult day centers in Madison County. You can find more information on this woman of distinction online at riverbender.com. Phase 4 of Restore Illinois took effect on June 26th, allowing people in the state to return to indoor exercise and recreation, provided numbers are limited to 50 or 50 percent of facility capacity. While the Illinois Department of Public Health does not specifically list gyms or fitness centers as a place where masks are required, regulations say masks should be worn in public when a physical distance of 6 feet cannot be maintained. They also advise that if you're used to going hard on the treadmill specifically at the gym, you might have to tone it down while wearing a mask. This newscast was made possible by Munganest Dalton Toyota. We work on all makes and models. Toyota makes the cars. Munganest makes the difference. Riverbender.com, your number one source for everything local.